Welcome back to Animal Wise, the podcast that adds a little animal wisdom to your world. I'm Lauren McCall, podcaster, author, teacher, and founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy. And I'm Bertha Eddington, also a podcaster, digital marketing professional, and so much more. And <laughs> aren't we all? Mm -hmm. and, and we welcome back our regular listeners. Thank you for being regular listeners and welcome to the podcast as well. If this is your first time, we certainly hope it won't be your last. And if you're an animal lover, like we are, uh, we don't think it will be the last time you listen. So Let's jump in and we can say today, um, actually, I think we have two very interesting conversations to share. I believe they are both conversations while you had visiting animals in the zoo, Lauren. Is that correct? And can you fill us in on it? Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed both of these conversations very much. Um, I was doing some research for a book called Animal Wisdom Word Search, which is a very fun, fun book, Animal Wisdom plus Word Search. How could you not love it? And it's um, available on Amazon, I'll say. It is indeed. <laughs> um, and I went to, uh, I went to the Portland, Oregon Zoo. Uh, to do my research there. And I had a really good time connecting with both an orangutan and a chimpanzee. Hmm. That's, that's great. I, I myself, as you've heard, may have heard before, if this is not your first time, I'm grateful to have our beautiful San Diego Zoo where I can visit with animals that I will unfortunately most likely never see in their natural habit habitats. So I get quite a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. But I, I, so I wonder what those orangutans and chimps think about. Um, people have heard that we actually share 97% of our DNA with orangutans and over 98% with chimpanzees. So they are really evolutionary cousins. Um, but I wonder how close we really are. Are they actually like us or are we like them? I, yeah, and I, I love this topic. Um, and as you say, you know, what, what do they think about? Do they see things as we do? Do they have the same emotions? And I think that people may or may not be surprised that really they are not so different from us, despite being different species. And I think one of the most interesting features of the um, conversation that we're just about to hear from the orangutan is how they view their life at the zoo and how circumstances affect their worldview on a deeper level. Uh, actually, that applies to both of the conversations. But let's let's start with the orangutan. So it was a beautiful sunny day uh, when I encountered this fellow, and the habitat at the Portland Zoo is very large. Um, and I noticed that he was looking around his area in what I deemed to be a kind of pensive way. He just mm -hmm. seemed to be surveying things. And I was kind of intrigued, and I started out by asking him, what he was thinking about. And the orangutan replied, My mind wanders. I think about all sorts of things. Do you watch the people, I asked? Orangutan replied, Sometimes. I have to be in the mood, though. 
I said, well, what do you think about people? Would you ever want to be a human? Mm. The orangutan said, I envy your freedom. I see a lot of your children. But I don't know. I said, well, I wonder if people in orangutans are not so very different, especially on a soul level. Orangutan said, possibly not, not deep inside anyway. We are all here for a reason. In that sense, we are all experiencing life and growing. Really, though, the physical experiences of our species are different from each other. But I do wonder if our inner experiences are similar. I said, well, I think they might be. We experience love, loss, happiness, sadness, and so on. And then we try to learn from all of it. What are you learning? The orang replied, Well, that you get out of life what you put into it. If you put in happiness, contentment, patience, and you get back love and peacefulness. Resentment and anger gives you discontent and impatience. I said, That's very wise. The orangutan said, Well, I am grateful for the experience of being able to learn. You can learn anywhere, the forest, even a zoo, anywhere. You have to make the most of what you have and take it for the opportunity that it is. A lot of orangutans see life this way, that you get out of it what you put into it. I said, well, some people see it that way too. But some people don't. Some people feel that they are entitled to good things. Orangutan said, Good things, bad things, they are everywhere. Notice good, life gets better. Notice bad, life is unpleasant. You get out of it what you put into it. <laughs> I said, that's perfect. Thank you. That That is such an amazing conversation to me. I mean, here is an animal who you would think would be completely within his rights to be bitter about his lack of freedom, and instead says, you get out of life what you put into it. And the whole concept of focusing and noticing what is good versus noticing what is bad is something that I, I know I, I as a human have to be constantly reminded of, mm -hmm. even though I, I try to be a conscious human being. Mm -hmm. um, and while I believe that that is the healthiest possible worldview, and I struggle with it, it seems to come so naturally to this beautiful orangutan you spoke with. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating, isn't it? I mean, I've you know, our animal friends, as people will have picked up throughout the series of podcasts that we've done, um, they do often have a more a cleaner or more pure view of life, for lack of a better term. You know, they, they don't have to worry about getting up and going to work every day, paying the mortgage, <laughs> even what <laughs> to wear. So in some sense, their lives are less cluttered. And most certainly, they're not filled with the distractions that we have, like technology. But um, for all that it is true, um, that for all of us, the, the lens, I think, with which we view life 
is largely a product of our attitude, which is what the orangutan was saying. Mm -hmm. So whether it's politics or environmentalism or anything else, if you look only for your for views and perspectives that support your existing mindset, nothing changes and you get more of the same. It's a bit like living in an echo chamber, I think. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I, I you know, there are so many wonderful um, tools and techniques these days to help us to try and, and stay focused on the positive rather than the, than the negative. And mm-hmm. it's definitely, definitely something worthy. I, I think that you had another somewhat similar exchange with a chimpanzee in the, at that zoo as well. Is that correct, Lauren? Yes. Um, so on the same day, I also conversed with a very sweet chimpanzee at the zoo. And I started out by asking, what do you think about being a chimpanzee? The chimp replied, we are smart and proud and very much like you. I said, yes, I was wondering about chimps and what you think about evolution. Chimp immediately replied, soul or body evolution? I said, oh. Well, both. Chimp said, Well, the body evolves, I guess, and adapts to changes through time. The soul evolves in a space where there is no time. I believe in the timeless space evolution, and I believe that can happen faster. And perhaps also that you as an individual have a more active role to play. Body evolution happens, I think, without much of our conscious thought. Though I guess we make some choices that might impact evolution over the long term, using tools and so on. But in the soul, we have so many choices about learning and changing. I asked, how do we have choices? Chimp replied, We have choices as to what bodies we choose to come into and the situations in which we find ourselves able to learn. I said, oh, like you being here in the zoo, for example. Chimp replied, sure. Physically, it's not very interesting, but the lack of a physically active life does move you inward, most certainly. I have had more time to reflect on things here. I said, what have you discovered? Chimp replied, I see many types of people in many of their emotions. I see the same sort of types as chimps. Some are selfish, some are generous, nurturing or not. So it does make me think that we are all learning the same sorts of lessons, just in different bodies. Hmm. I said, that's brilliant. I agree with you. Thank you very much, and I'm so happy to be able to learn from you today. The chimp said, wonderful. <laughs> that, what, what a remarkable conversation. I, I'm... I'm particularly struck that when you asked for thoughts about evolution, 
The chimpanzee questioned whether you meant body or soul evolution. I mean, well, that's a, a remarkable distinction um, to point out and to be, in my opinion, to be conscious of. I mean, we certainly could go into long discussions about Darwin and uh, the the uh, whole discussions about physical evolution, but to be thinking about mindfulness and soul evolution and meditation and trying to go within and find out who we are that way and growing that way. Um, It's what the chimpanzee points out, that we are all learning the same sorts of lessons just in different bodies. Yeah, I you know, I agree with you. And that was my favorite part, too. And, you know, something that I always say to my students is um, we should not confuse the fact that animals have lives that are less complicated than ours um, with a lack of depth and breadth on their part. In other words, they're perfectly capable of deep thinking and concepts and bigger picture things like evolution and beauty and, you know, how they how they see life and death and things like that. That kind of thing is still present to them. It has nothing to do with the fact that their lives are not so complicated. You know, people tend to think that because their lives are simpler, then they as beings must be simpler. But mm-hmm. it's not so. Yeah, well, it may actually be even a better way of living. And I mean, we see, you know, monks and Buddhist monks mm-hmm. and yogis, and, and they uh, let go of a lot of the details of everyday life so that they can reflect within and, and grow where they feel most important, which is the soul. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 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 So right. it's amazing to me then why these messages are so, from the animals, are so very important to remind us of all of this. Yeah, I think that's true. And we heard um, the octopus in our very first mm-hmm. episode talking about inner inner journeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, if you, if you take the view that um, some animals, animals, that all animals and some people do, that Earth is a laboratory for learning, <laughs> then the remarks that the chimp made, I think, and, and the orangutan gain even more relevant, you know, um, choosing the bodies that they enter into and having their experiences so that they can learn from them. So maybe it's not so surprising that our lessons are not so different. I mean, we are a network of Earthlings after all, interconnected and intertwined. Absolutely, absolutely. And I I think that's why it's so important to have these kinds of discussions on our podcast, because we are all interconnected, and it's better for all of us that we're aware aware of that. Yeah, I think so. And that's why this podcast does exist, after all. (laughs) Not just for our pleasure. (laughs) No. <laughs> no, if only we could all slow down and be quiet long enough to listen to the animals and planet Earth. Hey, that would make a great podcast topic. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, it is kind of never ending, and we're really glad you're joining us on this journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Animal Wise. Um, and this week, we, we'd like to ask for your help. Um, we're trying to build our audience, so please do tell your friends about us. 
It's a big podcast universe out there, and we need your help to grow and would certainly appreciate Mm -hmm. it. And one final request, if your podcast platform allows for it, please take a moment to write us a review that helps us a lot. We greatly appreciate it. And again, thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.